everybody and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. We are reporting once again live from the So how are we doing today? We doing good. That's good. You doing good? Yeah. Yeah. You know, last night I went out with a bunch of my homies. That's why you sound tired. And we went to O'Shea's. Uh, and, and at the door, they scanned our IDs, <gasps> and Caroline's ID didn't scan. Did they cut obviously. our car? They didn't cut it. They didn't take it, but we couldn't get in, so we couldn't fucking do shit, basically. Sad. So we just the went home. The drinking age should be 19. We just went home. <laughs> Damn, Louie. That is sad. The drinking age should be 19. Fuck that. It should be 18. It should be 18. Fuck it. I feel like America might agree to 19 more likely than they would 18, though, you know? Yeah. They'd be like, well, as long as they're not in my fucking house. Sorry, what time was it? They really they really be carding like that? I, I've heard people go to O'Shea's before they start carding, and I'll just hang out there. That's smart, because we were there past 10. You know, we didn't show up until yeah. they would. Yeah, they definitely. But it's whatever. So, we're actually celebrating today. Or hopefully we will be. We will be celebrating by the time this comes out. Because <gasps> big union update, we finally be filing for election. Here's how that goes. Monday, the company will be getting two days ago. Yes, the company has should have gotten uh, an overnight like certified overnight mail directly to our headquarters, and like a email to whoever has to process all of the emails for the company so probably our fucking hr lady or some shit it will be saying that we have the numbers to file for election which means that for like the minimum it's like 50 percent plus one person but we're well into 60 percent like super majority yes and a true super majority and it's hilarious because it's like the company helped us for me that's what it felt like because it felt like i was struggling for a while to get signatures, felt like people were leaving faster than we could sign, and they were. Like, if you look at the numbers, they did. For maybe last month, that actually happened, and we got below 50%. We gained, we had to get 10% more in a faster amount of time than we had any other time getting signatures. Congratulations, Heine Brothers. It's you crazy. played yourself. You played yourself. And that was the moment they realized they fucked up. For real, it felt like for the past couple of weeks, like all the new hires that I've seen in the past month have been people who are like, yeah, sure, I'll sign. Which was not... See, like, I knew that having some people leave could play in our favor. Because we had a couple of people there who were just like, I'm not going to sign. Kind of kept saying, oh, I thought I already did or I thought that was done with. The past, like, five people to get hired at my store, I did not even have to convince one of them is literally a, like, Maoist-Leninist. I had to do zero convincing. They immediately were on board and started helping us get signatures and shit. That's dope. Which is a huge commitment. Like, they're... I'm, I'm looking at our uh, group chat for all the people who have been to, like, the union meetings and stuff like that. And it's, like, 70-some people. But we have to have more than that for us to be at our supermajority. So there are a bunch of people who have signed who are just aren't in the group chat. But there's for sure a supermajority. It's a 100% chance that yes. 
it's gonna happen. It should be happening. It's just how okay. hard the company's gonna fight back. That is what we are getting into now. This is when we're gonna start having because we've had some like, wow, they really don't give a fuck sometimes. Because like the fact that we can talk about everything now, right? Yes. So the thing is that we compiled evidence for a case against them, like or we personally did not, but the Department of Labor sent an investigator to a bunch of different Heine brothers to talk to a bunch of different people to determine that they have not been doing tip pulls right because they were including managers in the tip pulls for at least the past two years. And so they owe everybody who's worked there in the past two years a fuck ton of money. For me personally, it'll probably be around $2,000. And they lawyered up when they when they got served. And they just got an extension, which... Of course, they could have done that without a lawyer. That's pretty common sense shit. You yeah. just ask for an extension for them to like get the numbers in. Because as soon as they get the numbers into the Department of Labor, a week later, payout should be going back. August 13th, they will have to have their information in to the Department of Labor as soon as that happens, like a week later. That's soon. That's fucking soon. And that's a lot of money. And that's really going to hurt them right as they're going to be like really fighting us. So, like... It should limit their abilities. Exactly. So, they're probably just going to start doing some really shitty stuff. Management's probably going to be way more present at stores than they have been. Because I just got a new manager. I have not seen upper management in my store for a while. He's kind of settled in. I've been loving it. And I'm, like, not... I'm having to mentally prepare myself to see upper management in store regularly. Yeah. Because they piss me off. Their, their job is to come in and act like they know what the fuck they're doing better than I know how to do the job that I've been doing for the past two years. Right. You know, they're fucking annoying by nature. That is their position. They are actually going to ha- have to, like in a way, or at least they, they will feel like they have to, start doing some shitty stuff to us. Like, yeah. one of the things that's likely to happen is that they are going to remove the, like, floor mats from the back space where we work. Which removes our cushion from the floor. Makes it more dangerous. Makes it, yes, because Easier they... to slip. Yes, and because it's cushioned. So they're going to literally physically fuck with our ability to do our job. And That's something that they're going to do? That is a common tactic when places like this unionize. Like in the fast food industry, that happens. I hope that doesn't happen. It. I'm prepared for it to happen. It's going to be annoying but it'll be okay. Bring your own floor mats. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. And so it's interesting no. because it's like almost petty, you know? Yeah. I'm literally fighting to just make a living wage, dude. Which, as a company who promotes themselves as being very liberal, very fair, you should have an incentive to actually be able to treat your employees with dignity. Like... If that is how you sell yourself. But they literally are yeah. have been spreading misinformation. And I'm going to bring this up now. Like, okay. the the most recent uh, human resources, like, company-wide message slash disinformation was when we filed a bunch of ULPs against them. We did this right before filing for election to also fuck with them. Because they're, they're fucking with us. We should be able to play that game, too. Yeah. And so we filed a bunch of ULPs against them. They ended up sending out a message. ULPs, in case we forget, 
unfair labor practices. So it's, it's when you, the employees, compile evidence of unfair labor practices against you. And I don't know what could become of ULPs, like, as they are, like, one. Like, if it is proved that the company has been doing these things, maybe they do have to compensate us, or maybe it is just a checks and balances thing to where they actually have to correct the things that they have ULPs for. Yeah. Um, those are the two scenarios that I could imagine for something like that. And it's interesting because the response that they gave was, as you may have heard, Union organizers have filed unfair labor practice charges against Heine Brothers. This is pretty common during union organizing campaigns. It is, but it's because it is one of the few tools that the employees has to use against the company, and because it usually takes the organization of the employees to notice the ULPs. Okay, keep going. The allegations are untrue, and we will be defending our company against them, so they are going to lawyer up. As we have said... We respect our employees' right to support or oppose union organization, and we will continue to do so. Is that true? They really haven't been by sending out disinformation and kind of saying repeatedly, we don't feel like we need a union. The most we support your like decision to try to organize would be not sending out shit like this. Yeah. And so... They said, that said, we believe a union does not make sense for our company. So they immediately follow that with that. For our entire history, we have been committed to keeping our stores healthy and positive places to work. And where all can be themselves and know they will be treated with respect and dignity. We remain committed to being this kind of company. We are intensely proud that some of you have worked with us for 5, 10, 15, and 20 plus years. We have been, we have never before been accused of unfair labor practices, so we will be sharing updates on this process when and as we can and it's the disinformation so the disinformation is like saying this is pretty common during union or like like the fact that it's not like oh we have done these things they're absolutely denying any of these ulps and they are basically saying it's the union's fault like the union is the one like the union hall is the one filing it but it's literally, it's the employees have noticed these things because they're finally organizing. Yeah. And then they're just like, we've never been accused of any of this, which... Nobody's accused of anything until they are. Right. But it doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah. It's true. They say that all the time with, like, rapists and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's ever had a complaint against this person before, and it's just like, well, so? There's the first time for fucking everything, isn't there? Yeah. Well, and the be treated with respect and dignity. Half of the people at the who are unionizing, who are organizing, if you ask them like what's something that they want to change, it's to feel respected. It's to feel like you're being treated with dignity at work, because the reality is, all labor is you know like there should not be this hierarchy of labor in our mind everybody's just out trying to survive, you know? Yeah. Like, just because this is how I support myself does not make me any less than anyone. And, like, they like to treat us like we are unskilled laborers, but they're... One of my favorite things to come out of this, one of my favorite things that I've learned while trying to organize is reading an article that says the CEO picked up a shift at a store once and slowed things down on the bar so much that the employees basically had to kick him out 
But they like to treat us like we're unskilled laborers and that we literally they've also sent out a message saying the union hall and the employees trying to organize don't know how to run a small coffee chain. Like we're not the ones who run the business for them. Right. And like it's people who are like assistant managers who have helped really get this thing going. Like it's the people who know how fucking bad it is because the assistant managers have to take care of the store half the time. And they're not even getting fucking paid for it. And they bring up the, you know, you've worked for us for 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. Some of the people who have been there since the company, like, started are now working at headquarters in some position. Because they do like to hire within the company. I know somebody who just got hired at the roastery. And uh, it is fucking hilarious. Because I know for a fact that anybody who's worked in the organizing, it is like, your pay's been capped. After two years, or like, it, I think it's like fucking less than two years, if they if you get like quarterly raises. Because if you just stay a barista, some people don't want the responsibility of like being a manager, or some people just don't get like promoted to shift lead, and so they're like, we're glad you've worked for us this long, but we've definitely not been treating you right that entire time. It's it's ridiculous. They're ridiculous. And I feel like that's all I really have to say about it. But it there be... will be bigger updates coming up. We should be, like, by the end of this month. Not this month, but next month. It should be frowned upon, definitely, that they try... It's just common for companies to deny that they have any unfair labor practices. Right? Like, they treat it like they're, like, you know, a criminal in court. Yeah. You know, lawyer up. You know, the fact why that don't they, they ever just go so, like, why don't they ever just go like, oh, like you're for right, real, that though, is unfairly. You know how you'll see like stories about crazy things that Starbucks has done to Starbucks employees who are trying to organize. Like the fact that we just had a store closed because they have been trying to organize is exactly what Starbucks does. So we're going to start seeing Starbucks and like Amazon union busting tactics, but it's too little too late. We already have a supermajority, so our election should be pretty fucking quick. And like the way the election works is, it's not even uh, it's not even about getting everyone who can vote yes or no, like all of the assistant manager shift leads and baristas. It's about getting more yeses. So like we should already have like sixty percent of the company should be saying yes. But it's it's not yeses versus noes and people who don't vote it is just yeses versus noes so it's only us versus the people who go out of their way to vote no yeah i can't even think of that many people who would be like because even most of the people who don't sign are like you know i just want to remain neutral which there is no neutral we've been over that but but that's the i don't give a fuck perspective i don't give a fuck enough to go vote in this election right exactly that makes sense. So, Let's we should go. have it in the bag. Fuck yeah, dude. High five. Fuck yeah. I, I like to think that we helped. Oh, absolutely. We, we did everything we could from our comfy little couch. <laughs> the revolution will not be televised, but it will be it will podcasted. Be I'm deadly. Fuck. Is Get there the anything else you want to peek behind the curtain about with this whole shit? There will be another update, maybe not a whole episode, but like an update uh, in the future. In yeah, in like the next month when we're gonna get paid out. When we're gonna get paid out, 
and when we're going to really start like screwing the company. All right. Uh, do you have a song? I don't even really know much about this artist, but. I got a mortal technique when I'm out with the villains. Make a hit like a man whose hobby is killing. It's obvious in there. Who been sitting pretty in the game? Upgraded the whip. Burn out too civic. Niggas and bitches. Whack rappers and fake hoes. All temporary shit like you giving a rose. Yeah. Play for keeps to stay in the stands. I'm the man of the hour. Forgot a decade of gold. Deliver decadent flows. That's why I'm tripping. Laced up, so I'm running forever. I'm never tripping. These niggas so sad. Got them resorting to gripping. If you tired of me, turn up your television. Yeah. Three stacks when I'm off the dome. A hundred down from the road when I'm finally home. Main thing, she a sweet caress, a beautiful poem. And ooh, does she get a best on? Yeah, she stole my heart. And I ain't even gotta keep it on the low. I wanna yell it from the And we just listened to She Stole My Heart by Arkwoods. So impressed that you told me you don't know anything about this artist? Nope, absolutely nothing. Well, I, I must say, this is right up my alley. It's the kind of shit that I like. Yeah. You should. I should make you listen to some more of this playlist that I've been working on because that's kind of a lot of it is shit like that. You'll have to send it to me. So, yeah, the thing I really like about it, uh, when I first when you first turned it on, it did almost sound like, you know, it sounded like something older. It it really sounded almost like some disco shit when it, it like, does first have came like. On. Well, it's just got a lot of, like, funkiness to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, got an old swing to it. I'll say it like that. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. But yeah, fuck, that production's hitter. Yeah. Art didn't hit me over the head with bars, but he was definitely flowing on that motherfucker. I think it sounded really good. He really is going off, I think. There's, like, there's just some bars that hit harder than others. I like... Uh, it's funny because this is my first time reading the lyrics too and there is some of it where i'm not listening to the lyrics i'm just like yeah all right we are in the chorus right yeah. now i'm just vibing but first off the chorus is literally i bet by the end of the night her eyes won't be the thing that's wet oh yeah Ooh, facts facts and then i and then i like I'm blowing up like TNT, it's in my DNA. I'm John Cena in a pick, no you can't see me. I'm taking shots like the king of three. Shout out to the king of breaking hearts, it's in the jeans. That's pretty dope. That's got a good scheme to it. I like the way he said that. Yeah. Like, he's and actually you know, saying a lot, like, in the verse. Like, I don't think that's, like, the craziest bars in the world. No, but, like, but he is, uh, like... He's it's really the way saying, he's saying it too. Yeah. It's like cadence and flow and shit. Upgraded like the whip from that O2 Civic inwards and bitches, whack rappers and fake hoes. Fake hoes. Kind of. Fake hoes. All temporary shit like you giving a rose. I don't know. I've really been vibing to that song and a lot of a lot of shit like that where I'm just like, I, I feel like I need to broaden what I've been listening to. It, this has been hitting the spot. Like... It is shit. funky, and I like funky music, but I also like that it's, like, funky rap. And he, this dude doesn't even have... He, he's got less than 300,000 monthly listeners. That's pretty small, but... That's surprising today's for, standards. like, how good that song is. Yeah. That, that's definitely one of those songs where I feel like I should have heard it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's fucked up about, like, you know... We talk about this all the time. Bro, he's old... Hawaiian. He's a Hawaiian rapper. That sounds like Hawaiian music. To me. To you. I didn't know Bruno Mars is from Hawaii. And J. Cole. 
His influences include fellow Hawaiian Bruno Mars, The Soul Train Era, and J. Cole. Oh. That was a, that's not saying. I'm stupid. We don't need to acknowledge that I'm stupid, though. Let, let me rant for a second, because streaming platforms are supposed to widen like the amount of music that people can consume, right? Yes, but, but... The problem with it is it does no work trying to promote people like that that make fire it costs it costs big money to promote your shit on these things though it's that's the reality it's now people don't give a fuck about like trying to find good music they just end up listening to what they've listened to because there's such a back catalog of all the music in the fucking world yeah that people are do have the option to just listen to shit that they've heard before and stay comfortable i don't really like, like that really getting out there like i i'm always looking for new music that's true but we are not like most people Liam. i know you know and that's fucked up though because it is because people are so comfortable in their playlist and And i'm constantly making new playlists just because i don't want to do that and part of the reason why it's like it's the same principle as like the netflix like movie absolutely where the where you know what's good that they're promoting because you've already seen it. <laughs> exactly. And all the things that you haven't listened to, you don't want to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, so when a lot of... You know what mainstream artists that you don't like, that you know that it's going to come on and you're just going to be like, you know, I don't really get it. Yeah. You know. It's the same thing, because that's what's promoted. What's promoted is the people that are already, like, Mm -hmm. big as fucking popular. It's what's safe. It's funny because capitalism is, like, presented as, you know, you gotta take risks, yada, yada, yada. But it's also a lot of, uh, let's try that one-trick pony again. Like, let's see if this works for the 50th time. Let's see if people buy a comeback exactly again well and that's why you see shit just kind of go in cycles too where it's like nothing's original anymore a lot of it has been tried before and it's just like oh we we forgot that this worked i feel like a lot of the shit i listen to is kind of music wise yes because like but like a lot of the music has not changed that much since like the early 2000s like what is popular Kind of the same shit. Kind of the same shit. The same sounding shit anyway. Exactly. But the thing about with the internet, it's a lot of like different styles being like That's used true. together. So for some There like, are a lot of Frankenstein's monsters like, out there. Like Billy Wood, some of the shit he samples true. is shit that I never listened to. I would never listen to like on my own. But like, you know, what he does with it, the you know. Mm-hmm. He turns it into a rap song, and it's it's different inherently yeah. at that point. I, I also mean, like, culturally, you know? That's yeah. why everybody's like, oh my god, like, the 90s are back when talking about fashion. Or people, we've been over... Fashion definitely goes We're We're talking about people who are... We've, we've talked about people who are, like, Y2K, bring Y2K back, because yeah. hell no. And it's funny, because it's like, uh, movies, you know? There's always reboots always reboots these days like the the fucking uh buzz lightyear movie that was a flop i heard some people said it was good but i've heard people say it it was good but i also know nobody has seen it 
I want to bring. Those are the two things I know about it. I want to bring up a conversation from the other day. Okay. Because me, Preston, and local comedian Carl Harris were out on the town for Preston's bachelor party. Woo. Uh, but somehow the Angry Birds movie came up. Oh my god, that was hilarious. And, and one of the things I said was if we were tasked to make an Angry Birds movie, it would be fucking amazing. And it would be fucking amazing because it would be hilarious. Like actually funny and captivating. Because we would actually put effort into it. We right. Would, if we made an Angry Birds we, movie, we it would have like subplot and lore. Yeah. Like genuinely knowing us, there would be subplot and lore. We would make the and best. like there would be an Angry Birds canon by now. We'd we'd make the best goddamn Angry Birds movie, and they would have made seven of them by now. You know, you know what I think would have been the best, honestly. What you remember when they did Angry Birds Star Wars? And some of the birds had powers and shit. Yeah. Because that, that was cool. I liked that game more than the regular Angry Birds because it changed up your play style. Yeah. You know how there was the family guy, like, something something dark side guy? Yeah. I thought that shit was hilarious, and I love spoof movies. Imagine doing an Angry Birds spoof Star Wars storyline. I think it'd be hilarious. I feel like there, there's something niche enough about that that we could do literally anything. That would be so bad. <laughs> That's too far. That's, That's too, too far. far too That's complicated. Too far. Would we just my, enrage my... all of the Star Wars fans? What can we do with the spoof that hasn't been done a thousand times already? Make it bird related. Have a bunch of space <laughs> bird, bird shit. jokes. God damn it. Stop. Alien birds. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, so many of the reboots are just like a cash in, cash out Absolutely. cash grab. But I will say, movies like Top Gun, the new one, yeah, they actually put effort into it to True. actually making a good movie. So, what's so a... it just depends on who you have. I think that's it. a good point. And it, like, what like if intentions? they actually care? Because a lot. The vast majority of reboots, people don't give a shit. Even mm-hmm. the Star Wars reboots, those directors did not give True. a fuck True. about that. They were getting paid fucking for, billion for me, dollars. It's uh, what do you feel about? I don't know. For me, I like old RoboCop and I like the newer RoboCop. Totally. Like I can even if it's not like unique, it is almost exactly the same storyline. It's just kind of interesting because it's one of the few times where I'm like. This needs CGI. Because the CGI yeah. kind of made it, like, an amazing action movie. Yeah. And it kind of just fits that niche of just, like, I'm a boy, I want good explosions. Yeah. And what's what's one m- reboot that you would touch if you had, like... One, one movie that I would reboot? Yeah. I think, uh... I think the original Mummy with Brennan Fraser was fucking awesome, and I felt like the Tom Cruise Mummy was terrible. Yes. And did you hear about all the shit around that, how there was supposed to be, like, a monster's multiverse yes. where it would be, like, the Mummy. I loved Dragon. that idea. But because that was, the like, the first one, and it was fucking terrible, and it flopped. Yeah. It just went out it's, the window. It's kind of like the DC multiverse, where it's just and, like, you got too many bad eggs. Like, and, you fucked it up. And I love, like, old, like, scary monster movies. Like, Dracula's See, great. and it would be hilarious for them to go with that mentality and end up having crossovers. 
and shit. Like that's that's where you go if you have a multi like multi storyline reality happening all at the same time roughly. Do you know what Abin Costello is? No. So it's just this like it's like this show. It's like a comedic duo, and there's this one Abin Costello movie. Where they had, like, all the monsters in it. There was, like, Dracula. They were trying to bring Frankenstein back from the dead. Oh, my God. There was, like, an invisible man. There was a bunch of shit. Good old-fashioned invisible and man. it was fucking hilarious. And I just feel like doing something like that just makes it feel like Scooby-Doo, almost. Yeah. I feel true. like comedy and horror just should go naturally Yes, they together. should. There, There's something... Well, so... I've heard it be said that part of what makes something funny is you being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you have to be uncomfortable to find something funny. But They're, they're correlated. But and the other half of that is feeling, like, safe. Yeah. So it's like, if you feel uncomfortable, but you know that there's, like, no danger, you're, react- you're almost reacting to yourself being uncomfortable. Yeah. It's why, like, there's shock comedy, where somebody just says something outrageous on a stage, and it gets hella laughs. Yeah. Because it just makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but what makes it safe is almost you're agreeing with them. That's also part of why a good comedian is, like, kind of persuasive and... A truth teller. Charming, and yeah, and really is just kind of preaching. I think that just kind of goes into likability, too. What movie would you reboot? <sighs> That's really tough. Because I know I've watched a bunch of, like, old movies and shit. I kind of wish they did a better job with the new Godzilla shit. Yeah. that could have been done better. I feel like they did a good job for a little bit. Like, I liked that there was, like, crossover and shit. Yeah, that was that was an entertaining movie. But it was, but just it was not like, great. It's just, like, one of those blockbuster-type movies. Yeah. Know? And that's what it's going to be at its root. But also, you know, kind of the same thing where they, where the people behind it were just kind of like, fuck it, you know, let's just make something okay entertaining. They so, were leaning into it. Yes, a reboot, but also, you know how there's that big trend of live action, like, reboots? Uh-huh. A live action Iron Giant. I think that's a good idea. I think that could work. I think you could Bro. make it a two hour movie and it wouldn't be bad. Because you could really get into it a little bit more. Like, show a little bit, do like a little uh, pre-title scene where it's like a little bit more of his backstory. Bro, they could have done, you could do There's it. so much open space. You could do the same thing almost shot for shot and it would be a great movie still. True. You know, but yeah, I like the I like be, the ability to just kind of make it a little more complex. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. And you don't so it's not the exact same thing. Yeah. Maybe have... Uh, this might be playing with it too much, but it'd almost be funny if you had the government try to make its own Iron Giant. <laughs> you know? That would be funny. That would be funny. Bro. That would be if it was not live action. If it wasn't live action and I was just making a sequel, the sequel would be that the government tries to make its own Iron Giant. I don't know if I've told you this already, but my dad is convinced that Iron Giant is a live action movie. He does not believe that the version he saw was a cartoon, and we're like, "Dad, so it's in the his, only he has not version. seen it in in his in that long. Yeah, he in his it. head, he's just like, in I his remember head, it's a real seeing movie. a live action movie. That's 
Does he not like it? Well, he's kind of prejudiced against cartoons. You know, he thinks it's kitty shit or whatever. Get the fuck so, out of here, old man. But, I mean, he said he liked it, and that's the only Iron Giant movie he's seen, but he still thinks that it's a live action That's because movie. he liked it. He was like, there's no way I liked an animated movie. Yeah. That's fuck funny. It. That's that's what memory can do with you. That's Maybe true. it's like a Mandela effect thing, and he's from a different dimension. He's where, from the reality where, where it is a lot. Yeah, Giant. exactly. And I did this podcast with the original creator of Iron Giant. Is that is, is that how this that is works? Where, this is where Hollywood elites fail and crawl to podcasts, podcasting. Yeah. Dang, we really skipped over that stage though. That that kind of sucks. <laughs> I would have liked to. To I be a failed like, Hollywood actor. I mean, we're all failed Hollywood actors because we haven't succeeded at it. Okay. Any final remarks? Any hot takes? News stories? Biden and... has COVID and cancer. Wait, really? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. I, I think I saw that story pop up that he was, like, sick, and I just said, no, thank you. He had COVID. He had COVID or has, he has had, COVID? Had, has Probably will have long COVID because he's an old man. Yeah. And just like skin cancer that they've been zapping off. Damn. But yeah, he's fucked up. Damn. Kamala, here we come. <laughs> oh, please, God, no. She was actually one of the right first... Right when we said it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> she was actually one of the few people running who I was like, absolutely not. Well... She didn't become the president, so... Yeah. Well, wasn't it that, like, she was being uh, mean to her staffers? Bruh, I... I remember that. Bruh, I love the actress that plays her on SNL. Yes, she's hilarious. She's so perfect. She's so committed, too. uh, too, In my head, I've completed the two. Yes. Honestly, yeah. Uh, there are some SNL bits where it is, if you imagine the person, you imagine the SNL character. And that's hilarious because that, that just shows the power of who SNL. Do you, who do you think of like that? Kamala Harris, like straight up. Like I absolutely picture her and I'm like, damn, they look too similar. The Alec Baldwin thing was annoying. Yeah. Because it was, it was just done so much. It was overdone. It was so overdone. And it's just like... The guy they've been having play Biden is actually pretty good, too. Who do they have for Biden? It's some guy I don't even know from anything else, but that's kind of what makes it perfect. Like, I don't even know if they're a regular SNL, like, person. Bro, Biden looks like old Captain America. Lightweight. But that, that really says something, you know? Yeah. That's just how white that man is. What? The teddy bear? What if I just pulled the fucking teddy bear? Shut <laughs> up. Have you seen The Mist before? Have you seen that? I movie? like The Mist. That it's kind of creepy and scary, movies. and like, yeah. but also like, it does have some goofy scenes. Where they're in the grocery store, right? That's uh, that's what that movie. There's I think some, there's like different renditions of it. There is, there absolutely is. But like, bro, the end of the movie is so fucked up because the, the monster, because uh, they like. They, like, take a car, and they drive it outside of the mist, or as far as the tank could go, and they're still in the mist, and they they have Bro, that two, is fucked up. They have two old men in the car, 
the dad has his son and there's this bitch that he wants to fuck basically and and there are five bullets or there's four bullets and five people so so he fucking kills his own son kills the two old people kills the lady and he gets out of his car and he's like monsters take me (laughs) and then the fucking army shows up and he's saved and God he just had killed his fucking <laughs> child like two minutes ago. God damn. God damn. If you if you uh did a reboot of that, like God, because there are different renditions of the mist. I'm pretty sure. If you had your own version, is is there any monsters or is it just kind of like you don't see them? It's like, because I think honestly, it probably would have been better if he couldn't see him if you didn't see him yeah i i think shit like that's scarier because there's like this inescapability to it yeah we're just like you're just fucked no matter where you are yeah and it's so mysterious there's like no understanding but they did make the things freaky even if they were shitty cgi they were shitty cgi because like there were like these flies with like scorpion tails and uh one of those things stung that one cashier bitch and her fucking like whole ass neck was swelled up like this oh my god I haven't seen that in so long it just got put back on Netflix so I watched it today it's really? Fresh on the mind. it's fresh on the mind yeah I'm gonna watch that shit later then just to bro bro I think I'm gonna get Shudder I think I'm gonna get Shudder really? there are a ton of good horror movies on there that I want to see. And I feel like other streaming platforms movie selection is just shitty. It kind of has gotten worse recently. Like a lot of stuff kind of, I'm just like, wow, there's not really anything to watch. Yeah. Kind of just whack. Because I feel like I do watch more movies and TV shows because the TV shows are such a fucking commitment, bro. Like, if you really like it and you have to watch like that's the worst thing like, I'm the more best TV shows have like to watch seasons. true that's very true but I'm also more likely to watch something if I've like already seen a season of it yeah I'm not really out here anymore looking for new shows yeah I'm just like uh, I got an hour to kill hour and a half let's watch a movie and sometimes it'll just be I have something else that I'm doing. I'm just going to put this on in the background. And that's when I like to rewatch movies a lot. Especially stuff that I can, like, notice new things in. Yeah. That's half of my shit. Bro, we should watch Castlevania sometime. Absolutely. That show is so good. And it's really short, too. Like, there's, like, you know, four episodes of the first season. There's, like, six episodes in the second or something like that. Hell yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Do the thing. Take us out and take us away. All right, everybody. That was this week's episode. Nice little union update. Chilling for our musical intermission. Uh, just kind of some casual hanging out on this episode. Hopefully, we'll get some guests next week, and hopefully, the week after that, we're trying to have maybe one 
Just Us episode every month and kind of get as many guests as we can. We really want to spice things up around here. Is this an outro? I'm just fuck out of here. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Let him cook. <laughs> you piece of shit. All right, we're out. Louis telling me to stop. <laughs> you do.